ended up going to that woman's office and learning more and meeting a lot of people and asking questions, I got myself out of my comfort zone. I took action. And two weeks later, I had the job. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 154 of Yes Meeting. This episode is brought to you by our studio and sponsor, Advocare, a that there was an entire world-class product dedicated to the meetings and rent business, to help and there was better, a single chapter, and perform better, and guys, Advocare supplements, and she thought me going there with instrumental her would be a great way in my personal training program, the rehydrate, the biofuel, and the pre-workout, into it specifically are my obsessions because they give me stamina and help me crush and sustain my toughest workout. So if you want to try before you buy, I've got something that'll be right up your alley. But listen, I'm going to link up in the show notes. Uh, so make sure you use that link and our code FEELBETTER15, that's FEELBETTER15, to get discounts and support this podcast when you do. Speaking of Advocare, did you know that you can win a bundle of my favorite Advocare products and all you got to do is leave a review of this podcast, screenshot it and send it to me at hello at judyholler.com to get entered to win. We're going to pick two reviews on iTunes every month and ship the prize to you at no charge. So guys, this is a great way to not only try out Advocare, but also support this podcast and your reviews mean and matter so much. So I want to reward you for that. So guys, jump on into iTunes, leave a quick review, screenshot it, send it to me, your girl at hello at judyholler.com and get entered to win. Trust me, you're going to be glad you did. Okay. On to the show. All right, y'all. So I got an awesome email. It's from a listener and a community member, and her name is Tatiana. And she asked me a really epic question via email that I think a lot of us will be able to relate to. And I have a hunch, a feeling, a vibe in my bones that maybe right now you have this exact question yourself, especially as you prepare and plan for 2023. Uh, this is always this sort of end of the year, beginning of a new one. It's always a time of deep reflection, um, a time to sort of reckon with ourselves a little bit, to relax, to lean into all the things that we've done and start to think about all the things that we've still got left to do and, you know, sort of who we want to be next year. And of course, all that brings change. But what do you do if you have no idea what you want to do? What do you do if you have no idea what the first step should be? I mean, you know, you need to be focused on the next step. Yes. And, but what do you do when you have no idea what the next step should be or what the next step even is? So today on this short and sweet podcast episode, I'm answering that question and a big shout out to Tatiana for the inspiration. So let me read you her, her email. Here's the email I got from Tatiana. Hello, my name is Tatiana. I have recently started listening to your podcast daily while I drive to work. Well, hi, Tatiana, and good morning. She says, I've also bought and am currently reading Fear is My Homeboy, my book. And then she goes, I'm loving it. And I recommend it to everyone. Thank you, my girl. She also listens to one of my favorite entrepreneurs, Kara Allwell Leba, every day while she gets ready. I love Kara's podcast, a podcast called style your mind. So yay, Tatiana, for all of that. So she goes, I'm emailing you for some advice, and I don't even know if my email will ever be read or answered. Well, guess what, babe? Here you are on the podcast. That's how good your question was. So here's what she writes. I have been a veterinarian technician 
for over 10 years. And for the past couple of years, I've started to feel like it's coming to an end. I want something more. I'm not unhappy at my job. It's just that I'm ready to do something else. The problem is that I don't know what I want to do. I know I would love to work from home. I want to make more money than I do right now. I'm a good organizer. I'm a quick learner. And I love to learn new things. But I'm lost at where to start looking for a new job. All I know is animals. Do you have any advice on what the first step for me would be to find a new career? Ooh, Tatiana. Okay, I love this question. And if you can relate to where she is right now, you're going to want to listen up. So I remember when I was bartending in my 20s, um, I I literally started bartending the day after I turned 21. So I was a a full-time bartender uh, from 21. I think my last day behind the bar was like, I think I was 27, maybe 27, 28, 27, somewhere in there. Anyway, when I was bartending, I loved that job, but I also knew I didn't want to be a bartender forever. I knew I was made for something more. I wanted a 401k and some insurance and a salary. I definitely wanted my weekends back. And the catch was that I didn't know where to start, right? Like, like you. I mean, I knew I had some passions. I had this communications degree. I knew I was a hard worker. I knew I was great with people. Um, I was super driven and motivated, but what was I going to do with all this drive and energy and talent that I had inside of me? I did not know what to do. Um, Now, this story that I'm about to finish telling walks me into the advice I want to give you, and I want to point something important out. While I may have been In my early 20s, at the time, I was trying to go from bartending to the next thing. The action steps I took at that time are action steps I have taken and continue to take throughout my entire adult life, each and every decade, and every single time I want to make a move or a change and I don't know where to begin. So You don't have to be in your early 20s to take this advice. You could be in your 30s. You could be in your 40s. You could be in your 50s and still use these ideas to get yourself unstuck and inspired. So back to bartending. You know, I ended up going from bartending to hotel sales, to marketing, to improv theater, to speaking professionally, to writing a book, to becoming an author, and to now stepping into full-time entrepreneurship. And I'm even right now, we just got off a, a call, dreaming and doing what is to come next. And I'm taking all this advice I'm about to share with you as I step into that evolution in my business. And even as I look at 2023, and all the things that are next for me and my enterprise, these are the steps I'm taking to get clarity and confidence. So bartending, I knew I wanted a career. And while I loved bartending and still do, I knew it wasn't the long-term choice I wanted for myself. So how did I start? Number one, I began with a self-audit. In other words, know thyself first. What delights you? What fires up your imagination? What gives you a deep sense of meaning and purpose? Example, uh, Tatiana, in your email, you, you're you already starting to do that. I mean, you know you love to work from home. Check, right? That means you likely value flexibility, right? You want to make more money, which, you, which means you value safety and like security and financial freedom, right? It sounds like you love animals. You said you love organization, right? So you've already started the process. And I would continue down that path by creating two lists. 
First, put yourself a list together, um, answering the questions of what fires you up, what brings you joy, right? What's the stuff you want? What are the things you do effortlessly? What do you do and time just flies? What would you do for free? What delights you? What makes you happy? And listen, this is not a list or a place to hide or play small. Uh, No one needs to see this list but you, but start dreaming on this piece of paper because you're going to start to notice some pretty powerful patterns. And while you're doing this, it's also a really great idea to start thinking about your values. What do you value? Because rooting life and business decisions in your values, and values can change as you change, right? Um, You may have some core values that stay with you your entire life. Um, but I think rooting your, your life and business decisions in your values can bring a lot of peace in the long run. So do some Google research on values and pick your top two or three. So you're going to get a list together of all the things that make you happy, delight you, what you do for free, what are your values. And then I want you to create another list, a not to do list. Like what don't you want to do, right? What drains your energy. What would you rather get a root canal than go do? So let me give you a couple of examples, okay? When I was trying to leave the bar and get into Gobert America, of course, those were very different times back then than they are now, but I knew I wanted a steady paycheck and I wanted insurance and I wanted to start saving for freaking retirement and I wanted weekends off. So simply declaring that and deciding that eliminated a lot of things because those were my goals at the time, which also walked me right into what I don't want on my list, right? I knew at the time I didn't want to be in the restaurant business anymore. I knew I didn't want to work weekends. I knew I didn't want to be around alcohol every day. I knew that I didn't want to avoid saving for retirement anymore, right? So those are some examples of how making those decisions and getting clear gave me some clarity. You know, I also knew early on because I did speech meets all through grade school and high school that I love to speak and perform. So that was always in the back of my mind. And I bring this up because a lot of times the stuff we do when we're little before the world tells us to go play it safe or to hush hush or to simmer down, or you could never make that a a reality or, oh my God, the audacity. Like what were those things you were doing when you were a kid? I think five-year-olds are the best improvisers on the planet, but tap into you in grade school. Like what were those things you did? did when you were young and time flew by those things you did so freely and joyfully and for me i loved memorizing monologues and performing them all over the state i mean i'd straight up collect gold ribbons right telling stories uh throughout the midwest and the missouri region so i knew that I loved to speak and tell stories. So I was like, okay, how can I find a job that allows me to let that skill set shine? Because I knew not a lot of people had it, right? That it was this gift. And, you know, how can I use my energy to connect with new people and open doors? So more on that in a minute. But let me give you a homework assignment here on this first tip, this tip of know thyself first. What are the things you love to do? What are the things you don't want to do? Here's a homework assignment. As you're moving through this exercise, I would highly, highly, highly recommend um, for anyone listening to this right now that wants to dig deep into this and really get themselves unstuck and um, really truly bring clarity to decisions you need to make, go get my workbook. It's called The Fear Boss. 
project. We'll link up in the show notes. You can grab it on Amazon. There's a color version, which is so pretty. Um, the designer I was working with at the time, Samantha Hager, designed it. And so there's a color version and a black and white version anyway. Um, there are so many self-reflection exercises in that workbook specifically designed for these sorts of questions and these kinds of times, right? They are designed to get you unstuck. And one of the exercises specifically asks you to email 10 people, asking them what they think your biggest strengths are. And in this exercise, while it could feel uncomfortable um, reaching out to people, asking this question, it could be incredibly empowering because a lot of times we don't see ourselves the way others do. And you will pick up patterns that could illuminate a path you didn't even realize was available to you, right? So the workbook walks you through how to do this exactly and gives you an email template to use and how to take the steps to do this because you want to reach out to a, a blend, a mix of personal contacts and some professional contacts. So you get a range of feedback that feels comprehensive, but it's a powerful place to start, especially if you're having trouble doing a self-audit. Okay, so number two, as you've spent some time in self-reflection, you'll bring some clarity, not only to how you view yourself um, and what you value, but how others view you. And this should start to illuminate some patterns and some things. So now is when you are going to go into hummingbird stage. Okay. So let me break this down. After I had spent some time figuring out what I loved and what I didn't, I used the money I was making at the bar to fund what I call my hummingbird experiment. I love experiments, okay? Um, you hear me talk a lot about fear experiments. I mean, this is essentially my first fear experiment without me even realizing I was doing that at the time. Um, so, okay, so I'm using the money I'm making at the bar to go fund this experiment. So I want you to think of a hummingbird. Its whole job and its sole mission on this planet as a bird is to go feast off the nectar of different flowers. If you watch a hummingbird, go Google it, go to YouTube and watch some hummingbirds. Okay. If you watch a hummingbird, it flutters around from flower to flower to flower to flower and all those flowers, right? So it gets to experience and pull nature from all these magical flowers and doing that in itself makes a hummingbird, a hummingbird, right? So a hummingbird's job is to go get its nectar from all different types of flowers. It doesn't feast on one flower. It flitters and flutters from flower to flower to flower. That is how it nourishes itself, okay? So if you are lost, you need to go be a hummingbird. This means you shift from, I hate my job, even though I know you don't hate your job, but maybe you are listening and you do hate your job, right? Uh, maybe you hate your job and you feel stuck. Um, so you can go from, I hate my job and I feel stuck and I don't know what to do next from, okay, I'm on a mission and I'm using my current job to fund what's next for me. Because let me tell you, it is so much easier to find a job while you have a job. So take your position as a vet tech to fund your hummingbird experiment this year. It is a massive energetic and empowering shift. So being a hummingbird looks like tapping into your network, asking people about their jobs, conducting interviews with them, doing research online, going to meetups and networking meetings and joining groups and trying out new industries and reading books and listening to podcasts, right? You know, when I was trying to get out of the bartending role, I decided that the first thing I was going to do was start with the low-hanging fruit that was all around me. 
my network. There were people, very interesting people around me at the bar as my regulars, as my managers, as the spouses of my managers, as different adult friends that I had in my life, the parents of certain friends I had, right? So I started talking to them and asking them, so what do you do? Tell me about your job. What do you love? What do you hate? What do you do? What do you love? What do you hate? How long you been doing that? What did you do before? I got really curious. And this sort of helped me collect data, which helped me open up some new doors. I started learning about new industries. I learned about new things. Um, I learned about what I wanted to do. Potentially, I learned about what I definitely didn't want to do. And it proved to be massively life-changing. And here's why. So at the time, I was conducting this hummingbird experiment. I was bartending at the Hard Rock Cafe. I opened the Hard Rock in St. Louis and, and was one of their lead bartenders. And my boss at the time, his wife worked in catering sales for a Marriott in downtown St. Louis. And I was always sort of low-key checking out her vibe. Like she, she was always fun. She'd come up to Hard Rock and have drinks after work and, you know, see her hubby and we'd chat it up. And I always thought she was so fun and so high energy. And I asked her about her job and I was always so interested and fascinated in her job. She always was entertaining and throwing events and attending meetings and dressed up. And I had no idea at the time that hotels had like entire sales teams and banquet teams and corporate meeting teams. I just assumed like hotels were front desk people and hotel rooms, right? So I started talking to her about her job and I was really interested and I found myself leaning in and she noticed it. So I asked if I could come visit her in her office one day to learn more. And I did Um, more on how that story ends in just a minute, but I was using my bartending job to fund this great hummingbird experiment, which opened the door to so much for me. So go be a hummingbird. Take this year to conduct research. Get to know yourself and then go out there and ask people questions, interview people, spend time in other industries and align the choices you make with the things you love to do and avoid the things that are not on your things I love to do list. For example, if you hate math, you're not going to go talk to accountants, right? Because that's not going to be your vibe. But you said you're a good organizer. So could you tap into that a little bit? Could you start a YouTube channel and teach people how to organize their life? Could you research professional organizers and learn more about that industry and how they're monetizing their business? Could you start a TikTok or an Instagram or a podcast all about game-changing organizational tips and tactics and trends? Could you start a newsletter and start building community around being an organizational goddess? Is there a professional organizers association that you could become a part of, right? So again, use your current job to fund the hummingbird experiment. And what an exciting thing to consider for yourself this year, because every time you go to work, every time you cash that check, every time you save some of that money and invest it in who you want to become, and that's a big one, Because especially when I was trying to become a speaker and I was in hotel sales and marketing full-time, I was saving money every month because I knew I'd want a safety net in case I needed it. But all that aside, every time I went to work, either at the bar when I was in hummingbird phase or when I was in sales and marketing and trying to be a speaker and in hummingbird experimental phase, I mean, every time I went to work, I knew that I was doing something bigger, that I was on a mission to fund the next thing. I was in the middle of my experiment, right? Researching and preparing for who I need to become in order to step into the next thing, right? And that was really empowering for me. And it made me feel like I was moving forward 
instead of standing still, which leads me to the final piece of advice, the final step. And that is, and always will be movement. Yes. And yes. And yes. And you have got to take action and start trying things out. Remember, I had conducted all the self-assessment research. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I was good at. I knew what I didn't want to do and that I wasn't so great at. I started my hummingbird experiment. I was asking a lot of questions and getting curious and learning about new industries, but I had to make my first move. So back to the bartending story. I ended up going to that woman's office at the Marriott and learning more about the hotel world and meeting a lot of people and asking questions. So I got myself out of my comfort zone and into her world. At the end of our meeting, she said to me, hey, you know what? You should come to the next MPI meeting with me. I was like, MPI, huh? Uh, MPI stands for Meeting Professionals International. And little did I know at the time that there was an entire association dedicated to the meetings and event business. And there was a St. Louis chapter and they did monthly meetings. And she thought me going there with her would be a great way to open some doors and meet some people, maybe even find a job in the industry because I was super into it and really interested. So I did it. I took action. I signed up to be her guest at this meeting. I put on my best TJ Maxx, or maybe it was a limited, a limited suit, a little polyester suit, right? I had my little business cards printed up. They had my name and my email and my phone number. And I shit you not, I think they even had like my major and my GPA, like hello, nerd alert. I even, even nerdier, I'm kid, not even kidding you when I tell you this. I literally brought printed, so old school, right? Like I'm dating myself. I literally even brought printed resumes with me printed resumes with me. I was so nerdy and so excited. Um, We showed up to the meeting and she knew everyone. Uh, Holly, the woman I was with, she was like this, she is this social butterfly. And we we have a table at the front of the room and I felt so fancy and official. And there was a plated lunch on fancy china and a speaker and this really delicious iced tea. It, It was so refreshing. It was a really hot August St. Louis summer day. And I was just super hyped to be there. Um, My nerves were gone at this point because I was in too deep with action. I was in flow. So the speaker's about to start and lunch is going to be served. So I went to the restroom and um, went to refresh my tea. And at the back of the room, I see this tall, blonde, beautiful woman standing there all by herself. She wasn't talking to anyone. So while I'm refreshing my drink and grabbing a, a notepad and a pen for my table, I introduce myself. I say, hi, I'm Judy Holler, to which she introduces herself and says, hello, I'm Heather Allison Smith. And we proceed to talk for a while and we make our way back to our seats and enjoy the speaker and the event ends. And I think, you know, that's it. Well, 48 hours later, Heather Allison Smith is in my email. Now, of course, I had given her my business card and she was asking me in this email if I me would come to her office and be interested in interviewing for an open position she had on her team as an express meetings manager at her hotel. Well, let me tell you, two weeks later, I had the job and that job changed the course of my entire life. I ended up sitting on the board. That's right. The board of MPI, Meeting Professionals International in St. Louis. I became chapter president in Chicago. When I moved to Chicago, I built an 18 year career in the hotel business. And that's what I was doing before I started what I'm now doing in the entrepreneurial keynote speaking space. Right. And to this day, the hospitality business isn't always will be the love of my life, but the more 
moral of the story is this. I wouldn't have gotten here had I not started with knowing myself, being a hummingbird, and taking action by getting myself outside of my comfort zone and into new environments. So, Tatiana, and you, my dear listener, I hope this advice helps you, inspires you to take some steps to yes and your life, right? To, to organize those next steps as you think of who you want to be in 2023 and beyond. And I hope this advice helps you if you are in a place that feels very similar to where our girl Tatiana is. Because at some point, we need to stop waiting for permission and we've got to go live our lives. Recognize, recognize when your beautiful ambitions and dreams and desires are getting stuck inside of your head and remember that you don't need to take all the steps, just the next one. It is always in the movement that we tell fear to sit down and allow our courage to stand up. And if there's one thing I know for sure, it's this. The future belongs to the brain. All right, y'all. Tatiana, I hope you found value in that. Keep me posted. Let me know. And if you are in the same place Tatiana is, I hope you left with some inspiration and some new ideas. Talk to me. Where you at? How did you feel about the episode? What was your biggest takeaway? I love hearing from you on Instagram. You can always send me a DM or email me anytime at hello at judyholler.com. Don't be shy. I love hearing from you. And as always, I'm going to be back here with you next week. Hot and fresh new episodes drop every Wednesday. So get excited. We've got a dope, dope, dope 2023 season lined up to get you rock star ready for life. So in the meantime, I thank you for being here, for listening, for reviewing, for sharing, and see you next week. Keep moving.